0: There's one place on Twitch. Ah, Matt was there for the inside pass,
1: and a great demo from Dewey as well!
0: With competition. He's gonna follow it up with a little password, pizza, and with a redirect, he puts it in. What a shot and a play there! Laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> and... fucking this, you gotta stay. Alright, this is a new rule. Hi, I'm Wooz, and I cannot wait to see you all in the Melon Patch.
1: time this week uh, that we're hitting you with a show uh, given that uh, earlier in the week uh, both my co-hosts were unable to make it and so uh, I had Relentless on although he only had so much time so uh, we're doing th- this is I don't know if it's like a part two because I feel like you know I, I don't know how long it's gonna go uh, but I'm pretty excited for it um, you probably heard this man's voice at the beginning of the last show uh, because we, we, we kind of uh, added the trailer to the uh, beginning of that show. Uh it is none other uh than the king of the melon patch. Wooz RL, how are you doing, Wooz? Hello.
0: <laughs> I wanted to change my voice so they didn't recognize it. What's up everybody? How are you doing?
1: You're going to you're going to do that voice the whole show. you just...
0: <laughs> just talking really low the whole
1: time. The whole time. Um yeah, yeah. Uh so Wooz, uh we've kind of I think we talked briefly just about having like a little partnership. Uh I know I made a Uh, ad for your show uh for your stream or whatever so uh you did the same for ours um if you want to see the video part uh it is available on the youtube channel um although you know this is a podcast so uh that was the one thing i was i was like watching a commercial i'm like i really like this um but I like that the video part. There's some jokes you wouldn't get, but I feel like the audio was good enough that you could still get the gist of the commercial. If that makes sense. Yeah, I was talking to so, my <laughs> content
0: assistant, Austo, and uh, he did a fantastic job. By the way, shout out to him. I was so oh yeah happy it was with great. how it turned mm-hmm. out. And I was like, we're going through. I'm like, okay, so we need to adjust some things just slightly because it's going to be mostly audio listeners. If we're going to be honest, like they have a YouTube, but I feel like most of it's going to be audio. So we got to make sure it still comes across right. So, oh no
1: I, I i can guarantee you i I don't know what our y- you regular YouTube views are uh but uh youtube wh- what did i say i was always like i was always actually hesitant about getting the youtube channel uh but i figured it's the best for people that don't listen to podcasts like it's easier for them to just like look up this youtube thing yeah uh than look up podcasts uh but the viewership is no nowhere near um uh, the the actual podcast audio listeners so
0: i uh, like um, i know I listen on spotify personally like
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Spotify. That's another one, right? Because isn't that usually behind a paywall? Uh, although I guess a lot of people have Spotify, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. But it, it's available everywhere, whatever. Uh, I'm rambling here. Um, <laughs> yeah, Woos, let's let's uh, begin by kind of giving a brief, quick, uh, quick history of yourself and kind of uh, how you got into streaming and then also how you got into Rocket League.
0: Well, what's up, guys? My name is Woos. Um, name comes from my last name, actually. A lot of people tend to ask that. Um, but I got into streaming, uh, what? Oh, God. Almost two years ago, I think. I, I tend to lose track of time. Uh, <laughs> but I was actually, I had just, what actually, Rocket League got me into streaming, not the other way around, surprisingly enough. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so I had went to my cousin's bachelor party. <laughs> okay so warning um and they had played Rocket League in college and one of them had gotten up to diamond whenever it had first come out and they were like all got- geeked out about this I'm like I've never played or heard of this game ever which is amazing that I had never heard of it but we we all you know started drinking because it's a bachelor party and uh and then we they got the game out and we started like making drinking games with the game and we like we're doing <laughs> tournaments with like the bots and I was like oh my god this game's amazing and one of the guys was flying in the air and I was like how the hell is he doing this <laughs> uh, so and i came back home and i was like i have it's just on my mind i couldn't get it off i was like i've got to play this game so i ended up downloading it i started getting into a little bit and i was like okay I, I don't know even where to begin to start learning you know the mechanics of this game and i hadn't really watched twitch even before this at any point but i was like you know i bet a streamer because i I've obviously had heard about it being in gaming but i was like i bet there's a streamer who plays rocket league i could watch mm-hmm. i got on and Derek. um I obviously he's not like a pro or anything, uh, but he was playing Rocket League and I started watching him and he was doing crazy stuff. And then I started watching him. I was like, you know, this guy says he makes a living doing this. <laughs> and it seems like fun. Maybe I should look into streaming. And so I literally I basically started both at the same exact time. Uh so I started I streamed to Twitch for about a month from my Xbox. Uh it was terrible. I just used my phone for chat and it was I got like three followers. It was it was terrible. Um and I <laughs> And so I, I kept on playing Rocket League. I was try, trying to get better. And then about a, after a month, I switched to Mixer because I could, you know, natively stream from Xbox. And then come to find out I can use my MacBook and use mm-hmm. Lightstream, which it was included with Mixer Pro for overlays. It wasn't the greatest quality, but I could at least have it, include a camera and blah, blah, blah. So that's how I got started. And uh yeah, and then I just grew a community. I started getting better at Rocket League, literally. And my third ever follower... um, his name's Popnop. up. He's my head moderator. Now community manager. He saw me from the very beginning of my rocket league career to now. Um, so he's, he's literally seen it all and has made fun of me the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And then, no, uh, it's great. it's not, you're not a good moderator if you don't make fun of your streamer. If, if we're going to be honest,
1: if anything, it's, it's a, uh, it's a good place for the streamer to kind of play off of. Right.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, and I started I, for that Christmas, my, my girlfriend at the time, well, fiance at the time, uh, got me a webcam and then my parents got me a mic and i was still using my i was doing wrong i was still using my macbook but uh with live stream but i was able to like start getting slightly better quality i had overlays i paid one of my good streamer buddies his wife does graphic design and i paid her for graphics and then i get kept going i did giveaways i i was growing extremely fast on mixer for the first like 4 to 5 months i got to the point i was doing 3 3 to 400 followers a month um about six months into it and then i changed jobs and it changed my whole schedule around
1: mm. and
0: then it it it. i mean i don't get me wrong i ended up with 1900 followers on mixer but it definitely the growth had slowed down a little bit and mm. then uh i got a pc finally i finally was up, <laughs> made it, able to upgrade to that and i was like okay and then i was like now we're gonna look at twitch <laughs> so I, I started looking at the option of switching to twitch and decided it was gonna be where i wanted to be because i wanted to be in esports i wanted to be in either casting or production of rocket league and i knew the connections weren't on mixer so i made the switch um and then about a month later i found out mixer's closing and i was like wow i jumped ship at the perfect time
1: the perfect time actually <laughs> you, if anything i am kind of i'm kind of curious if you had some insider information that uh... I you know you're not the only <laughs> one who's
0: asked that but no i did not it was it was hilarious because i like all my i all my friends of streamers on mixer i love all of them and they, I jump I jump sw- uh, ship, and they're like, I totally understand. You know, it's not just because Twitch is bigger. You have like, you want to have a career in in video games, and with Rocket League, so you're you're chasing that, and you have reasons behind it. So I totally support you.
1: And they'd come over and support me and everything. And then a month later, I'm like, Hey guys, so you moving to Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> I I have to say uh, that that's the one thing I really respect is is the uh, the the kind of pursuing like that. That's that's why when when kind of you were talking about uh, doing a kind of partnership for a bit. Uh, I was very much like, I, I can respect someone who I can see is, uh, the hustle. You know what I mean? Like the uh, the, the grind, grind for yeah. the grind. Um, I, man, because even Wabbits and I, um, like when we started, there were definitely points. And and to be fair, like we didn't start in Rock League, right? Um, like the original podcast. But because of the other game we were playing, that when we transitioned to Rock League, we had at least enough of. A, like a base to be a little better for like search engines yeah yeah uh so it actually helped transition us and i i think Wapis and I either we're like um i had a feeling that like as long as we kept at it and as long as we were getting like at least a consistent like slow rise we were, we we're definitely very happy where we were so uh i mean for you I, getting that many followers i'm sure especially in the beginning was very uh hard hearten- uh what's the word it like reinforces like oh okay this is something that can happen um so i don't know if you want to talk to you a little bit how how the transition to twitch has went kind of with that uh like regaining that follower base and all that
0: oh yeah i'll totally talk about that yeah for getting that first follower you know growth on mixer was fantastic and it gave me a lot of confidence to keep moving forward with it and really push a lot of my time and effort into it because at the time i had a family you know i had a fiance and she had a son and it, it it took a lot it took a lot of my time and um I'm not going to get into anything deep with it, but I definitely took a strain on the relationship with how much I was trying to push for it. Um, And then that's, that's
1: definitely like, I'm not, I'm not going to go too much into it, but that's definitely a thing that I feel a lot of people that when they are uh, pursuing whatever goal it is, right. Uh, I'm going to talk in generalities here, but uh, just, just uh, it's like, if you're pursuing something, like it's always um, a time commitment, that's something that you have to, account for oh for sure like
0: I had had my dream job I I do parkour and I was managing a parkour gym and that gym shut down so I like lost my dream job right um Mm -hmm. and then but I and I I was doing both streaming and doing the parkour for about a year and then the parkour shut down and I really started putting more time into my streaming because like it's something I enjoy and I hated my job you know after the parkour gym shut down so Mm -hmm. I'm I'm like, I'm really wanting to pursue another career that I'm going to love. My dad has loved his career his whole life. And that's something I grew up wanting to do. Like I want my kids to see that you can have a career you love where it's not really Mm -hmm. a job. Um, And sometimes you know you put the career first a little too much and sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes it's a mistake. Like,
1: listen, sometimes like I, uh, this is, this is real world talk. Like sometimes you, unfortunately um, as much as you might want to pursue something, uh, you know, you, you just, sometimes I have to take a job that you're like, Hey, I need this just to live. Right. Exactly. So, and that's yeah.
0: what I, I, mean, that's, I'm still doing that and it, it pays the bills and that's, that's all right. Cause it allows me to do this as much as I have been and get beyond the grind. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as far as switching to Twitch, it definitely, like I had built up 1900 followers. I was like a couple months from applying for partnership with, from mixer and I decided to switch. Um, so that was like a big, like I'm almost going to have to start over. And I was really worried that most of my community wasn't going to follow me over. But Luckily enough, I guess I had talked about Twitch several times um, with my community way before. Um, and funny enough, I only lost like two of my regulars, uh, to be honest. And now that Mixer's gone, I actually see them every now and then. Um, <laughs> they haven't fully made the switch to Twitch. Uh, everything they just they haven't don't watch streamers as much. But like I've seen them. Um, but like most of my community followed me over, which was f- awesome to see. I even gained some of my old community back by switching to Twitch, which was insane to me. Um so the switch was amazing. I came um right before I switched to Twitch, I had started my uh my tournament, my tournaments that I do now. Uh my Gods of the Patch tournaments and that really helped because I did like my very like well I did a test tournament and it went really well on Mixer and then I started did my very first Gods of the Patch tournament on my very first day on Twitch. So mm. that allowed me to really like rocket into the switch. And the fact that I was getting followers on Twitch from the tournament as well as like hyping up this tournament and I was all going to be done first day on Twitch. And that like rocketed me into having support from day one. Not only that, but I had watched some Twitch streamers in in the past, like Flash Force 4000. Oh, dude,
1: Flash Force? Like, I sorry, let me just split aside here for a second. I... Man, he's good. Like he's, he's awesome. Really good. He he's makes solid. He,
0: he makes amazing content, and the grind is real. He needs to have partnership already. And he's getting, dude. And he's getting more and more viewers regularly, dude. Yeah. No, he's he's on the grind and he's doing it right. And uh, well, he had like probably s- six months to a year before I switched to Twitch. He came over and watched me on Mixer, um, because I had watched like one or two of his streams. it wasn't much, but I had appeared in his stream, and then, more than anything, I was interacting with him on Twitter. Um, I've done a lot and a lot of uh, networking on Twitter. And he showed up in my mixer stream once or twice. And I was like, Oh man, what's up? So I, of course that's like, one of the first people I'm going to make sure I network with on, uh, on, uh, Twitch. Twitch. And yeah. I mean, he's been a fantastic, I love his, I love his community in general, his, his, his everything about his stream. Um, so he was able to kind of help me get started a little bit as far as, um, giving me some support as well as some other streamers. Um, yeah, but the, i right, I've right away with that tournament it. at, pushed me into some followers and a good community base to strut off on Twitch. I started rocketing right off. I mean, I've only been on Twitch going, going on three months and I'm at pretty much 550 followers,
1: man. That's, that's great, dude. And um, yeah, no, that, that's definitely a, a big thing is when you're switching There's so much uncertainty, like, you know, you imagine you switch and like, no one follows you there, right? Like exactly. no, you have to start all over from the beginning. That, okay. that would definitely, it'd be so just dis- um, like
0: disheartening. Like it'd be hard to keep going.
1: Yeah, no, no, that's that's definitely a worry I think any content creator has um when they're switching either switching up their content or something changes and they're uh kind of looking at oh is this um like is this going to still go, you know, uh up and hopefully can I make something out of this even if there is changes and some people might go away, right? Exactly. I mean, um, he- Ninja
0: is a fantastic example. He went from having like thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of viewers on every single stream on Twitch, went to Mixer and averaged like 3,000.
1: Yeah, but he had guaranteed money to be fair. No, so. yeah, no,
0: no. I mean, he had, don't get me wrong. Financially wise, he was set. But as far as community wise, he took a ginormous
1: hit. But now, now I feel like he's almost more hyped up whenever he does come back. Not that he has to.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, that's, I mean, you're not wrong there.
1: Dude, that that man can stream once a week now if he feels like it. You know,
0: I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what he ends up doing. To be honest, I mean. He's 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 like getting movie deals at this point. He's partnered with Adidas. He's been on TV shows like he's moving on to the point like he's going to stream because it's his base. But like he's going to be so busy with everything else. I would not be surprised if it's like twice a week that he streams
1: that. Yeah, that's so interesting, because like. Like, e- even if you love streaming, I'm sure like uh what regular four to six hour a day streams, uh there's definitely a point where like i'm tired of doing this every day but uh when you're doing the grind right like the more hours you get in or kind of how you uh frame your content's very important oh for sure um, i i find that that's a big thing too is just if there's people i follow i want to like as best as like obviously it depends how what, like what reason people are streaming but i'm more likely to tune in if there's like a regular time every no week that that you're you're going to be streaming so i don't have to like second guess it right
0: exactly that's the biggest thing i have is like my job is a rotating schedule it's super weird so i can't have a consistent weekly schedule and honestly i think that is probably one of the biggest things that holds me back as a streamer
1: yeah and, and obviously like if you need the job then you can't really um push that right like i i almost feel like especially for someone who's just just starting it might be more beneficial to choose like a three hour block on a Sunday that you do every single week than like trying to like grind random hours every day. You know what I mean? I fully agree. It it, catches its
0: schedule. It's just like TV shows. If you know that you're going to catch supernatural on every Wednesday at 8 PM central standard time, you're going to be there and you love the show. You're going to be there every Wednesday at 8 PM central standard time. If you know your favorite streamer streams every Saturday from five to nine, and you want to be on there to play with them and talk to them, you're going to be there every Saturday from five to nine. But if you have a favorite streamer you love interacting with and playing with, but you're like, I have no idea when he's going to be on. You're just, you just got to get lucky.
1: (laughs) So, so I mean, yeah, that's, that's definitely a big thing. Um, uh but yeah and i also like that that always depends on what what point that streamer's at right exactly H- uh, how much success they've had or not uh whether they can because i think definitely there's like a certain point mm-hmm. you can start justifying making your schedule way, way more regular even if you take less shifts. or i don't know it's it's stuff i'm sure that you have to think about absolutely
0: um, i mean that's what did my growth on mixer right off the bat so like i was growing so well i was mm-hmm. i was streaming thursday
1: through sunday every week same times that's, yeah, that's a solid schedule. Um, okay, let's, let's, uh, that was great. Uh, we are talking about tournaments. So I guess um, before we kind of get into League specifically questions that I have for you, I um, I would like to add, like. What's the next big kind of tournament coming up? Just so our listeners can know, and I'll add it and then the description below as well.
0: Uh, so we just did the Circuitry Gaming Tourney, where um, that's an esports organization trying to grow. We just did that one; it was a two day round robin. It was fantastic, and now we're looking forward on the twenty fifth um, at seven p.m. Central Standard Time uh, will be the Gods of the Patch winners tournament. We had four qualifiers. Um, there um, every two weeks for a couple months. And now, uh, after a month, we now have our winner's tournament. I actually just got word yesterday, our number one contender and champion, Team Flux, will not be able to make it. So we are going to have to pull in a, one of the lower teams that uh, hadn't quite qualified. So mm-hmm. somebody's going to get a lucky break, but that'll be our winner's tournament for our uh, big prize pool from Reload, Focus, and Energy.
1: Nice. Okay. Well, I'm I'm excited for it. That's That's essentially... To those who listen to this podcast, as soon as it comes out, ex- exactly one week from today. Uh, but uh, yeah, the twenty fifth, um, seven Central Standard Time. Um, yeah, no. So uh, that's a big thing, uh, like the the tournaments that you're hosting. I, uh, we've we've kind of uh, Relentless was on the show last Tuesday. I know he sometimes helps you out as well. Yeah, he's one of my um, casters. Uh, so that that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's get let's get into Rocket League specifically. Okay. What was um when you were first learning the game uh what were some things that immediately you kind of like like they clicked you knew right away and then what were some things that immediately you're like this is impossible i'm never going to be able to do this like what were the kind of ju- 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 juxtapose those two
0: so immediately i was so i watched a lot of hockey and immediately, I was like, "This is so much like three v three overtime hockey."
1: Oh boy, no, we're gonna get into sports discussion. Oh no, no. So I'm,
0: I'm gonna basically I, leave it
1: at that. I'm, but kidding, like... I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. It just the last. I don't know if you even keeping up the show in the last. Yeah, I, I've been listening. <laughs> <laughs> The sports discussion has become more of a hot topic issue than the the game itself, I feel, at this point. <laughs> well, with 3v3
0: hockey, like, so each person, like, there's, you know, they're, like, a forward, mid, and defender. Like, each person has their strengths, but they rotate constantly, right? Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. first thing I picked up on being 3v3 Rocket League was, okay, so everybody has their strengths, but you have to rotate. You can't just sit and goal. Like, that's not a thing. And you see that so much at the lower ranks, and it would always make me mad. But that's the first thing I picked up on. I'm like, okay, so I got to rotate. I go forward. I hit the ball. I need to leave it. Like, don't get me wrong. I ball chase. I won't. Everybody does. But if I have if I have a good hit on the ball, I'm going to take it. And without and with solo queuing as much as I have, it's hard to you know communicate that. But as soon as like I hit that hit, and I and my teammate, if I know he's there, like I got to rotate out. So I, I would say knowing rotations and being able to be aware of where my teammates are was probably the first thing that I picked up on.
1: Yeah, I would even say at the lower ranks. It's sometimes like I feel at the higher ranks breaking away from a standard rotation becomes less and less um how do i want to say this like there are times where like you can cut like there's clearly times you should cut right oh yeah for sure but the lower the lower rank you are the more being like oh no i'm just rotating to the back post to defend is is vital because it oh for sure it feels like it feels like uh there's a lot more confusion at times going on as to what people are gonna do (laughs) (laughs)
0: i hate committing on a ball i'm like they're
1: gonna hit it and then they don't
0: hit it and i whiff and i'm like
1: ah i i don't know about you i have so many times where i'll like jump and then i see that they're gonna block it so i don't hit it you know what i mean yeah uh but then we both just fly by the like by the ball because one guy was trying to block my hit and then i realized they're gonna block it so i didn't hit it and then we both just fly by i'm like yeah well, i don't know if that was a mistake but i didn't want I... to block it towards my net <laughs> i literally you know? did that on a kickoff yesterday <laughs> it was the same exact situation <laughs> well as long like as long as you protected your net long enough so that they couldn't just hit it straight in your net then you're good then you're you've right. essentially yeah done a done a no kickoff kick
0: <laughs> pretty pretty much yeah <laughs> But no, that's honestly, that's probably the biggest thing I picked up on right away. I mean, I even had a coach, um, Twisted, he's a part of my community um, through my moderator pop that I had mentioned, but I had a coach, he coached me in at gold once and then in platinum at one point um, at both of my plateaus. And the first thing he noticed when we were watching replays and stuff, he's like, he, he was like, you have really good team awareness of where your teammates are at. He's like, that's the biggest, I think your biggest like thing you have going for you. Um, and then he obviously, he gave me a lot, a lot of advice on the indif- different things. But as far as weakness goes, my car control is atrocious. I, my mechanics and car control have needed so much work over. It's, like it's, and it's still that way. I, I'm diamond. I'm, I'm div one or, or diamond one div four right now. I, but I play with my diamond three teammates and I carry the lobbies. So I don't know where you want to put me in diamond. I don't care, but I'm a diamond and I still have so much car control issues. It's ridiculous.
1: I, I i mean uh, th- that's the whole joke like i i I've ragged on uh, I don't know if you ever watch the guys from the potty C podcast uh when they stream or whatever, um but sometimes when I watch them, it seems so laid back the way they play, like they're just like la like they'll they'll pull off like some good mechanical things, but um they're almost like too chill with their flips back like it, it just seems like they're playing really slow and they you know what I mean like yeah um but then they're like no this is like a gc lobby and they're doing fine you know because they i i suppose they know where the threat is and isn't but um i think i think that's the one thing that at least when i'm on is definitely like i'm more that mechanical side than i am the um the the awareness side and the, the awareness side is something that i've been trying to like improve more and more um but you know there's there's always like that disconnect i feel well, for for instance, like I, I, the last week, I played a whole bunch of like higher lobbies, uh, with with wabbits and stuff. And I, I mean, they they went they went how they went. But the point was, I got used to like playing. Oh, there's a bunch of C3s, uh, so I'm like I'm playing at that speed, right? Yeah. And then I go back to to like a C1 diamond three lobby, and you're like, eh, you know, like, oh, no. I, <laughs> well, because cause I I mean, the truth is, and I I think I just speak to this briefly with relentless, um, where it was almost like when i was playing up at that rank i i felt like oh i just have to go and hit it you know what i mean yeah like i i do not have the awareness or the comfort with that speed of play to be able to be like oh let me slow it down here because i definitely have time they're not going to attack it right yeah you like Um, feel so
0: aggressive. like you have to be aggressive i got to touch the ball
1: well because it's better than me trying to dribble and then leading it to a straight open net because that's when they challenge right exactly um, but as soon as I go back to the lower Albies, I'm like, no, I kind of know where I can take my space more. Um, so that's definitely a big thing I feel. So I, and, and this, will, many people have said this though, but it feels like the higher rank you go, the more the game makes sense. Um, and I think that's cause there's a lot less unintentional whiffs. Um, and, and I'm, I'm sure All you right. still see a lot of whiffs, but, but I think that the difference is, is as, as people get a little more consistent, uh, the game time tends to have a more consistent flow because people are hitting the ball more often than they're not hitting the ball.
0: I fully agree. Yeah. And it's like, cause I like, I run into that a, a lot. Cause like on my team, for instance, I, I, solo queue basically to where I'm at. Um, and then I, and I've been playing with my team now for about two circuits for in IGL standards. Um, uh, and like I push probably more than anybody else. On my team, I am very much, I always go for the 50, 50. I always go for that challenge. Um, so when people whiff it throws me off so much <laughs> And it, now that I'm getting to a higher rank, it's so nice that I can really start challenging more and getting better at those fifties. Cause it really works out for the team a whole lot more because they can start to trust me. The fact that it is going to 50.
1: It's tough too. Cause like, I, I almost feel like there are days when I'm just slightly off, man. Like no matter what I do, or even sometimes mid game, like, I'll whiff one ball. And then for the next two minutes, I'm like, I don't know how to play this game anymore. Like <laughs> I just completely forget <laughs> one will throw you off for the whole game. I totally get that. And it's, it's one thing if I like, you know, like I missed it, but I'm like, okay, I know why I miss it. It's another thing where you're like, oh no, I missed it. Let me go even faster and try to hit it now. You know?
0: Exactly. Yep. You try to make up for your whiff and then it just makes the whole, it makes it all worse. Cause you're like panicking and
1: yeah. i'd I'd almost say like sometimes i well i i think i i think this is actually quite true the uh the like where you jump from or like how you approach the ball is more important than your actual ability to change the direction of your car in the air
0: oh oh Um, my god yes (laughs) (laughs) absolutely absolutely your takeoff is everything whether it be for an air dribble off the wall whether it's on the ground if you're like and I, I'm not, like, talented enough. Obviously, GCs and, like, really good people mechanically are. But like I said, my car control is terrible. So if I'm, like, uh, drifting and turning at a high speed and take off for the ball at the same time, it is rare <laughs> I'm able to control my car and hit that ball. I try because I really want to be able to do it. Oh, I want to so bad. Well, but sometimes is... you
1: have to, right? Oh, yeah. because opportunity you, or... Yeah, you it's like a fast, defend, you got to right?
0: make the save, and it's like I got to get there. And so sometimes you have to do it. I'm getting better at it, don't get me wrong. But I've been trying it since I was a gold and I've just it's it's just now finally starting to click a little bit.
1: I I'd like to. OK, here completely side note for a second. All right. Um, there was a recent video by. Oh, yeah. Man, I forget his name and I hate that I'm forgetting his name. It's a he's a, he's a known YouTube content creator. Um, I think he's Australian or from new zealand one of those two uh oh Thanovic, there it is okay um he had a video about like shooting and stuff and like there's a lot you can take away from his video but the first thing one of the things he's like what he does for like warm-up is you know in like free play when you like hit the ball uh in the, in the kickoff in the beginning yeah he's literally like okay just drive towards the ball and hit it to one of the corners and then try to take a shot so I started doing this and I'm like, I am trash. Like <laughs>
0: Right? No, I, I've been, I've been trying to do that for a while just because I think those redirects are nasty. But I've i think I've maybe hit one or two in free play. Like you know, go immediately going into free play and trying to hit that. Like I think I've maybe hit one or two.
1: But but it's crazy because it's it's like I'm hitting it toward the corner, so I'm just waiting for that bounce out, right? Yeah. And like I, I never thought of it as drill, but apparently it's something I need to work on. Cause like I'll I'll do custom drills and like I'll get like, you know, like the four corner drills sometimes with the power shot drills. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing decent. Like, at least I don't feel like I'm out of my element. But I tried to do that. And I'm like, I just can't hit the net right now. And I'm like, this is this is literally probably what's keeping me out of the higher ranks is the inability to to score these kind of corner shots.
0: Yeah. Are you waiting for the bounce or are you pre-jumping it?
1: Oh, I'm definitely waiting for the bounce. I'm oh, not see,
0: you even... know, that's like um, whenever I do that, I I hit the ball and right right after I hit the ball, I'm jumping into the air to try to free jump it and hit hit it from the bounce. That's what I, that's the practice I do whenever I'm doing that, because that's so. Are, are you hitting
1: at... it right beside the net or like really far to the side? Pretty far to the side, because oh, okay, like when okay. I'm so, like you, watching
0: clips of people doing it, like they're hitting these nasty angles. They hit the ball, they slow down just a little bit for a takeoff, but they don't stop. And then before it even hits the wall, they're in the air and they hit these nasty angles from the side. I'm like, oh my I, god, that is insane.
1: I like that, but the fact I can't do my version of the drill makes me feel like there's no point of even trying that version of the drill. <laughs> I guess that's probably true. Maybe I should stop doing. That. <laughs> well, because there are definitely times where I have a bounce shot like, the ball just bounces in front of the net, and you just have to hit the target, right? Yeah. And then that's when you hit the crossbar, and you're like, that's essentially the same play. Like, it it, it happens to me enough that it's, like, it's not necessarily an open net, but all you have to do is put it on target and at least force the save, and and you're not able to. So...
0: Yeah, that's true. I I always, whenever I'm training, especially in free play, I always try to, like, base it off of what would I have to do in-game, right? So if I hit it on this kickoff, it's going to go to the corner. Am I really you normally am i on a good lobby am i gonna have time to stop and wait for it and then hit it or am i gonna have to chase and pre-jump and get to the ball before the other teammate or before the other team so that's why i tend to practice that way because i want to be i want to be fastest to the ball because i if the other team gets the hit i'm not getting the, the goal you know
1: i i would i think you're right i think you're right like from a from me like definitely as the, high, how the higher you get in lobbies the faster people are going to get to it I think there are definitely times where you have the time. Like if you... you can Yeah, you recognize
0: those times though. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's rare definitely... that you can't see the fact that you're going to have time. And if you're playing with good teammates like in comms, they're going to tell you, hey, you've got time. so you,
1: you know when that situation actually does arise where it bounces from the corner and then you have that kind of angle, like call it a 45 or degree angle shot, right? Um, I think a lot of times it's when the defense is like in disarray. Yeah, or like a demo um, happened and you have... Yeah, like, something happened some and then you have that space and you, that's just capitalizing. I suppose that's the most... Yeah, useful. I mean,
0: that's, that's pretty much anything with any solo play. Like, if you're doing, mm-hmm. if you're doing a solo play in, in Rocket League, unless you're a 1's god, it, it's pretty much because something happened, the defense is panicking, or there's a demo, and all of a sudden you have some time to try to make something crazy happen.
1: I... Yeah, man. I You know what really made me happy? I don't know if you watched the uh, Salt Mine 2 tournament. Uh, I, I did not. I was ago. not able
0: to catch any of it, sadly.
1: Um, But like y'all watch Ocala play and I'm like I can dude I can deek people out and I can play once like I, I watch him play and I'm like all he does is just wait for the 50 <laughs> like, every <laughs> time and just do like a perfect 50 and like gets it to go where he wants like it must be so frustrating but it make like it makes me so much calmer like when I watch a player like that and then I'm like dude, I don't need to do a double flip reset. I just need to wait them for them to hit the ball into me so that I can redirect it. Dude, and I,
0: you know what's funny is like, I hate once, but I've been trying to play once so I can get better decision-making and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I challenge, I do 50s in game all the time. I am I am probably, I do the most 50s out of anybody on my team, out of anybody I usually play with, I'm 50ing the most. Why don't I just do that in once? But you know what's funny is I say that and then I get into game and I do like two fifties and then all of a sudden I'm chasing the ball and I'm not doing any 50s anymore because I just don't have the patience. <laughs>
1: I'm even I'm even more different in ones because like I feel in ones I have a place style that just would not work in threes, um, mostly because I, I spent so much time doing like the dribble challenge and stuff. that in ones, especially because I'm lower ranked in ones, I'll just if I have the ball, it is on my car, and I'm just see, and that's what I try dribble. to do. Oh, it's not necessarily effective though. Is what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's like, definitely not. <laughs> it's just it's just when I have the thing, I'm like, okay, let me try to do something special. But in most cases, like. Me just you know hitting it to the side and the shooting, or or just waiting for them to come and then running sideways, or like you know what I mean. Like yeah, there's yeah. definitely easier ways to deke someone out than always trying to do a, a flick or or dribble my, it past them.
0: My go to in ones is definitely trying to dribble. I mean, you've been in my stream when I'm trying to do the dribble challenge. I've been on it for a while and I really enjoy dribbling. It's just fun to practice. And when I try to take it to a ones game, it's like if I'm on it, I'm getting flicks and I'm like, yes, this is going great. But if I'm off, man, it's which I'm usually off it's terrible
1: i honestly i love that i loved watching you do the dribble challenge because you're i mean my friend wabbits as well like i've seen him do the dribble challenge at times and it was obviously it was like one of the first times you guys reached a level which is the example i'm using but your first thought of like how to beat the level is like let me try this way more mechanically demanding skill than the one that the level actually requires and i find that so amusing uh (laughs) So like, like the, um, I think the one that I'll mention for you is the wall, like where it's literally just the wall, right? Yes. Oh yeah. No, um, everybody's like, just backflip. I'm like, no, no, this <laughs> man is like, let me, let me now learn how to do a ground to air dribble. <laughs> like that, that became his ground to air dribble practice, which is also it, very useful.
0: Oh yeah. There's that. <laughs> and what's funny. So there's that level. And then there's the one way earlier where the goal or the, you know, the goal thing is just way up in the air. Right. Yeah. Both, yeah, yeah. both of those I do that for. <laughs> and everybody's like just backflip and flick it up i'm like no i i need aerial car control and this is my practice for it. you know what's funny is like my last circuit that i played with my for igl with my team members i was not on the starting roster i was i'm mm. captain and i recognized i was not the greatest um and now Dude, I, that's
1: that's a what's it called what's the word that's a like that's that's a captain choice you know what i mean yeah like well, To be like, hey, listen, right now I'm not at the top. I'm going to let some other players play. I feel that.
0: Exactly. Now. Well, this circuit I have one team member who is our who brought back to sub. It's got my content assistant. He's busy with that as well as work and one of my other team members got a new job and he's too busy. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm on, on the starting roster this this circuit. One, because I have to and two, because I feel like I've improved a lot. And I started mm-hmm. playing with him and my team, I've been popping off and my, every time we play and my teammates are like, dude, where was this last circuit? I'm like, well, it's because I've been doing the dribble challenge. <laughs> And they're like, but your your aerial car control has gotten mm-hmm. better. What What are you talking about? Dribble challenge? Like, no, you do not understand. <laughs> like, all I try to do in the dribble challenge is I just try to do an air dribble <laughs> Get on you places even, I shouldn't. Th-
1: that being said, like, there's definitely there's a lot of underrated, uh, um, I guess, levels in the dribble challenge that the if you want, you can definitely make an air dribble challenge. Like level, oh, uh, oh yeah. yeah. Is it level nine? No, level eight, right? The one right before the big turn. Yep. um, Where there's a ramp, so you can essentially do an air dribble off of that. And there's also level 12, which I'll always try to do an air dribble off of, uh, which is just like, it it goes ramp up, ramp down with a little hole in the middle. Yes, oh my God, I hate (laughs) that one. I do, I do too but I, I think I've just accepted like this is this is where my air control is gonna get really good
0: <laughs> so here's a challenge for you and it's one I tried doing recently and i'm gonna continue to try it's like level two or three right and it's just where it's this long one you have to take it around a turn and then there's all a yeah. small turn and then it's the goal right and it's mm-hmm. all flat so instead of taking the turns take it over the gap and air dribble it across the gap and then catch and then catch it on your car and then take it around that final turn
1: is it beef so that's either f- four or five right or, or are we just skipping levels altogether
0: <laughs> i don't even know i know it's really early on though it's it's like three anywhere between three and five but it okay. i tried i started doing that my last time doing the drill challenge and i was i caught it i didn't i didn't make it all the way don't get me wrong but i was able to dribble it across and catch it one time and i got so excited i wasn't even on stream but i got so excited that now like that's the only way i'm doing that level like it's going forward so i'm gonna be stuck on like level three or four for probably the next two or three months
1: i'll even i I, I, don't know, I don't know if you have you uh been to the level 16 like the wall one um the where wall. It's literally it's sorry not i literally said the wall one on the previous one which makes it confusing it's like it's like an actual in-game wall um oh you where can, you have to
0: dribble or you have to go up and then turn around yeah 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 the side whenever, whenever i beat whenever i finally did air dribble over the wall and catch it um and then take it there that's the next one and yeah. I, I didn't make it past that one. I think I no I made it past it one time. I did I was able to catch it and then.
1: But that one, like for wall to air dribbles and catching it, oh, it's like still... that is a lot. Like the mechanical skill required to beat level sixteen dribble challenge, like that that that's definitely a champ one skill. Like I feel I don't know.
0: I would agree. I mean, I've only been able to I've only been able to successfully I've, I've been able to catch it several times, but I've only been able to successfully do that level once.
1: Well, cause like you're not only do you have to essentially be able to do a wall to air dribble. You also have like the catch is sometimes harder than the actual wall to air dribble. Right. Cause I think a oh, lot oh, of people can sure. get, can get that jump and kind of get it starting to go in the way of where it is, but you definitely have to catch it before you, before you can actually uh, get to the end uh, of that one.
0: I fully agree. And it's like, not only that, but you have to be able to have such good control of your, uh, of your camera angles because like whenever you're trying to go up and then you have to turn around, like the camera gets really funky.
1: Oh, I, I, uh, I think I'm trying to remember how I do this, but I think I go up with, with car, car cam.
0: I and then start with Marcam and switch while I'm dribbling it up the wall, personally. And then after I'm after I yes. take it off the wall yes. and I turn my car around with the air roll, then I and switch to track. It back. And yes. it's like the timing yeah. has to be impeccable to really like be perfect.
1: Because you're you're definitely your head gets dizzy if you just stay on ball. Uh, oh ball my god, terrible! I mean, I've tried. I have
0: on I have on purpose tried to both ground dribble. Um, Like I've tried to ground dribble with ball cam and it's super hard, but I've tried to purposely do it in case I'm ever in that situation. And I've also tried to air dribble with just ball cam or with car cam. And that also is hard in some situations In some situations it's needed, but, but I've tried to like solely not switch cameras for both of them. And it is uh, so different.
1: I, I, yeah, I, I will say, um, So essentially what we're telling is anyone who is on PC, definitely try the dribble challenge. If you're not though, um, I think a pretty good skill is actually being able to keep the ball on your car and just go in a circle like on the, on the field, um, which, which I've been trying to do. I've never done that. Yeah. It's harder than it looks literally just keeping it in a car and going in a circle. Uh, And then once you get comfortable with that, you start adding um, a, uh, a power slide to it like like when you need to so that's kind of like that's that's that progression you know first step that's an habit if it three-step process to 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 learn to dribble (laughs) if you don't have dribble challenge okay step one actually no four. i got a four-step process ready for the four? all right i'm ready i'm ready okay first step and this one when someone told me this actually helped me uh, tremendously is you and these are all free play okay you're in free play you're gonna bring the ball to the wall okay Okay. You're going to then go sideways like you're going to point in the direction of the wall with the ball between you and the wall. OK, Okay. so we're all in one line, the, you, the wall and the balls between you two. OK, OK. And all you do is you're going to drive forward and keep the ball between you and the wall as you go around. And what this does, it allows your mind to understand uh, how your car has to either keep up or slow down to stay with the ball. That's
0: really smart
1: without having to actually try and keep it on there it's all about just understanding the speed
0: (laughs) yeah i get i get really mad in one dribble (laughs) challenge anyway that's it reminds me of something and continue i'm sorry
1: yeah yeah, so that's the first step and this this like blew my mind and really helped me because for the first time i wasn't just going to the dribble challenge just going full speed and hoping i could keep it on the top of my car i was actually this is something where you don't even have to focus on um on keeping the ball in your car you're really just focusing on matching the speed with the ball and that's very important step two would be literally bringing the car on one side and trying to get it on your hood and go to the other side just one line straight line okay that would be my part two for the the free play uh dribble dribble learning experience okay yeah step three is then my circle and then step four is you can add the the uh the power slide with the circle there we go that's that's the four-step process
0: boom and you're gonna be a god at dribbling after that guaranteed
1: or you'll definitely be better your money back there won't be any money that you're paying me so you should be fine
0: (laughs) well okay that's fair
1: actually i mean unless you're unless i'm uh this is the uh the extension to verge's uh uh you know verge has like the gamers ready like whole course yeah exactly I don't for- this is the uh the secret extension for dribbling yeah the- you should be charging for
0: those downloadable
1: zero- content dude. you
0: should be charging for the zero um dlc right now for rocket league
1: for rocket league um yeah okay uh any- anything more you want on the dribble challenge uh, because uh, i do have some more we can pivot here
0: <laughs> no I'm, I'm good i think i've pretty much covered my frustration with the dribble challenge <laughs>
1: It is definitely a very good tool, though. And oh, it, it is. It, it, I've, I've it make,
0: improved greatly from it.
1: And it makes it so that when you are doing it, um, like it's, it feels less like training, you know? Oh, so.
0: absolutely. That's why, I like, the biggest... I moved to PC, and I, I definitely jumped in skill immediately. Like, I was feeling a lot of differences, and it's just because of the workshops.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. Because they just, allow, like, even, like, let uh ring maps and stuff. They just allow you to practice skills without... Without getting bored it's like a mini game instead of instead of just repeat 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 okay uh my next thing um that i'd like to ask is um whenever you've hit plateaus is there any like types of things you can think um mentally that kind of let you get through that gap uh because i know you did talk about a coach a little bit but like were there things personally you're like okay i hit a wall now is there certain things that like kind of helped you get over the the wall because i think that wall is always the steps Uh. that you have to take to climb are are definitely things that every player struggles with
0: yeah i was stuck at gold three division four for for probably five maybe six months Mm -hmm. and um that's my longest plateau i've had as far as movement goes i was just stuck there for so long and it got so annoying um and honestly um i started doing other kinds of mini games. I started playing a lot more drop shot, um, a little bit of snow yeah. day. I, I ventured into tooth a little bit, but I'm not really a fan of it. Um, I play, I didn't, I just took a break from grinding it so much. I still played, but I didn't grind it quite as hard. I played some other games. I started playing some more Minecraft or Jedi fallen order and I would come back to it. Uh, well, not, I guess try to Order in after this, but either way it still works. And you just, I just took a break from that game mode quite so heavily. I played it, That way I could stay, you know, practiced, but I didn't grind the rank quite so hard. Mm. And then I came back to it once I was a little fresher and I was able to move past it.
1: Yeah, no, that's definitely a big thing. And it's tough too, because like, if your goal is to improve at that particular game, in theory, you'd want to practice it as much as possible, right? Yeah. Uh, But I think sometimes, and and this isn't something we talk about probably enough about, is sometimes when you're frustrated and you're grinding. You're like, well, even if I'm losing or, or having a tough time, at least I'm like playing more. Sometimes when you're frustrated, I think you're making the wrong decision over and over again. So therefore, you're actually developing bad habits. Oh, per, um, oh,
0: for sure. That's, it, I yes, just yes. <laughs>
1: uh, so so I definitely recommend if if you need to take a break from the main game mode or just switch it up from time to time, to do so because, um, if you if you're not playing well, um, there there's definitely like there's definitely that kind of gap of like, oh, I'm going I'm to you know, eventually if I play enough, I, I still think playing more is better than not playing more, but um, you might want to change the game mode or change what you're learning because um, frustration is sometimes stronger than, than any type of learning you could learn in that mode.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, the mental side of Rocket League, no matter whether it's mid game or if it's just being able to practice, the mental side is everything in Rocket League. If you can't stay calm and have, have fun while you're playing, you're not going to do as well. So if you start getting frustrated and you plateau, you need to find something that makes the the game fun again.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'll I'll say even um, I've definitely when when I when I've actually really focused on on literally like if there's something tilting me like breathing and just like resetting. Whenever I focus on that, I think I like get out of losing streak days. If that makes sense, yeah. Like if I'm just like okay, calm down. Like it's just a mistake. It's what it is. You know what I mean and like actually breathing like i'll take like deep breaths when i was in the middle game and it'll it'll cause me to go 50 50 on a day i probably should have lost 10 in a row um and i think that's something that that is a lot harder to do than there's like some days i can't do that at all like no matter what i do i'm just stuck in my own head you know yeah so
0: well you got to be able to listen to your body i mean your your brain is part of it i mean your mental you know stability if you need to take deep breaths you know it's been proven to calm you down you know and just you got to know what works for you and what will get you out of a funk because it's almost like, I don't want to like directly say it's, it's depression, but I mean, if you're in a funk in in a game mentally, you're not all there and you need to find what works for you to get you out of it. So like with some people, like with depression, for instance, they go work out and it helps their mood mood lift. You know, some people they've got to eat better and they are in better moods and it all transfers into the game, just like any other sport
1: i'll say even Rocket league feels sometimes maybe because the games are so short that um like if i get on a losing streak like that greatly affects the game and because the games are so short i can't even like have enough time to process like like let's take league right where a game's like 30 to 45 minutes yeah and there is comeback potential even if you're tilted i think there are sometimes like just having 10 minutes as you're playing to be like okay get back in a rhythm
0: Yeah, you'd get like a lull in the game almost where you can kind of sit back a little bit and reset.
1: Like where you guys are losing the whole game, but then like you win one fight, you're like, okay, well, this is still doable. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Maybe you're able to reset 40 minutes in and actually win the game, as opposed to uh, in Rocket League, where a lot of times like the game is so short that you don't even have time. Yeah, and that's where, honestly,
0: that's where series really changed that. You have like a five or seven game series. And okay, so the first two games didn't go well. But on, on, on that second game, You able to get a goal, you know, two goals in the last 30 seconds, and all of a sudden momentum switches, and you're like, okay, you know, guys, I think I'm feeling this for game three. And all of a sudden you can pull off a reverse sweep.
1: I almost like I've said this before, I almost treat um the best of series in Rock League the same way you would like in fighting, right? In uh boxing or UFC or like rounds. What have you? Literally five minute rounds with one minute breaks, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they're pretty much the same, to be honest. (laughs) Um, and like even when you're fighting, like if you're winning a round, like like decisively winning a round, within that round, no one's really gonna find a way to to uh like let's just say you, you win the unless the, it's evenly matched or the person like literally had a slow start. Yeah. Because there are people like that. But if tactically you're you're out fighting the other guy for the first five minutes, like they're not gonna be able to change anything until there's a break. Like that's what it tends to be, because I think the mental capacity of having a break and then a the coach telling you, okay, do this one thing differently or two things differently. And they actually really helps you. It's com- is like completely game changing as opposed to your, when you're in the moment and you kind of just have to focus and predict. Right.
0: Yeah, no, I would fully agree.
1: Um, okay. Oh, and, uh, um, one more oh. thing
0: as far as like being stuck in a plateau, like, um, yes. as far as changing things up, if you, just in rocket league specifically, like if you are an octane main, like most <laughs> people are, just out of nowhere, switch up to a Dominus or like oh, a Takumi or some other car, right? And just to do it, right? And you may find that out of nowhere thing, you're like, this is like a fresh game. Cause like, yes, uh, was it Thursday night? I was playing with my team and we won some games and when we were practicing and then we like started losing and, and they're like, okay, I'm going to get off. I'm going to go play some Call of Duty and blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool guys. You guys have fun. Well, I'm like, I'm a, I I was staying up and I was having a good time. So I was even if I was losing. So I stayed up and I started playing with the Dominus. And I've never played with the Dominus. I hated it. I always whiffed. It was too low for me. And I went on an hour and a half winning streak with the Dominus out of nowhere. And I was like this car is amazing. So, yeah, that's another thing. You okay.
1: Here's my here's my theory, okay? Cause, and I have a caveat. Cuz I th- I think there is something to switching to freshen things up. Here's my theory as to why that would work is because if your brain feels like almost stuck in like the rock league pattern, switching a car means your brain's like, no, I have to refocus because I have to relearn how this car works exactly again. Yeah, that that's is, my theory. Yeah, that's that's a good theory. Uh And then my second thing is, and this is why I tend to not tell people to switch cars. Like once you have kind of chose, I, at least don't switch too often you know what i mean because yeah. i feel like at a certain point even if you have that one or two days well this was like a theory someone was telling me like you're you're only you're good everyone can be good for batmobile for one day or whatever um and the idea is like eventually over time the 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 hitbox that you're used to that you've played the most hours is the one you're going to be more consistent on yeah so at least that's that's the one thing i kind of be like be careful definitely choose a car that you enjoy playing with and don't be afraid to switch but i would recommend sticking to at least your same hitbox um even if it's a different car just so that you're somewhat comfortable with it i don't know
0: I don't know. I switched from the Fennec to the I've been a Fennec main for since since it came out. Mm-hmm. And I switched from the Fennec to the Dominus, and all of a sudden I'm in love. I don't know why. It just I I haven't played with it since Thursday though, so we'll see how that goes tonight.
1: <laughs> well, but that's always a thing, right? Like it, it, maybe like you'll go on a four month like doing great, and then all of a sudden you'll be stuck in. And you're like, oh, let me try this other thing, right? Exactly. I don't know. It, it's definitely a back and forth thing. Like I don't like for instance uh, a while back I switched my steering and aerial sensitivity um so i was using 1.4 which is what i got from like kdop and turbo they use a 1.4 yeah uh and i switched it to what like astral and squishy and justin were using which is a 1.85 gotcha um and so like i when i did it i literally like dropped to platinum i think that was the infamous (laughs) platinum drop (laughs) oh man um but now i'm back and it's like i had a day the other day where i switched back to 1.4 and i did fine But at a certain point, I'm like, I can't keep doing this because it's literally like resetting me. You know what I mean? No, I totally understand. I haven't had all that training. Like definitely I still have the knowledge and the general gameplay, but it's like I'm literally resetting all my aerial mechanics and my shooting and all that stuff if I keep switching.
0: See, and like and I've tried like Pop and other people like in my community have been like, dude, you're because my camera settings are always super weird to people. And I don't I don't even understand why, but uh, they'll come in and be like, dude, your camera's so weird. Try this one. And they'll give me like Justin's or Turbos or somebody's uh, like Rizzo's. And I'm like, I can't play like this. How do they, how do they play? They, but they look at me and they're like, dude, you're like flying above your car. How are, how are you even knowing where the heck you're going? And I don't know why, but it works. It's just what I've done for so long. So I totally get that.
1: It, it's so tough. Like I would recommend for people that are new to like, maybe find some pros to, to base them off of. But once you've kind of chosen one or two, like you, you should definitely stick to them um, because Like if, I feel like as you continuously switch it up, it it just, it starts to mess with you a bit.
0: For sure. Have you always been like a certain hitbox main or have you switched up cars like through your Rocket League career?
1: I, there's definitely a time when the, there's a car I really enjoyed playing. It was the Maverick GT, I think. Gotcha. Um, It was a Dominus hitbox. Um, I really enjoyed that car, but I never quite, and I I went like, I flirted with Dom and uh, Batmobile. Um, but I think I've gone to a point now where I don't attribute the car I'm using to my level of success. Uh, cause I think I, what I would do is I'd switch a lot back then. And the reason I would switch would be like, Oh, okay. It's the car, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's,
1: it's the car that's like, <laughs> that's going to blame gonna anybody but yourself. <laughs> Pretty much. The car is going to be the thing that makes or breaks me. Right. And so I think I've gotten I've been pretty much just playing Octane now and, and I'll switch to Fennec from time to time because it's the same hitbox. Um, but the idea is like, I I'd like to stick to what I've definitely practiced the most hours in. Um, and what it means is essentially like it's up to my play as opposed to like constant switching of the car. That's, you know, no, dictating what I, 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 I can understand
0: going on. that I've been through, I've mained a lot of different cars myself in my like year and a half to two years of playing. So that, uh, and I'm just now, like when the Fennec came out, that's been my biggest main and I've improved probably most under that. So I can be sticking with a hitbox and getting good with it. I, I can believe that.
1: Like, and like people will take players like flakes and whatever. And there's like his whole meme thing where he's do, doing a different car every week. And I think it works more as a mental edge than actually his playing ability. <laughs> yeah. because um, like you said, sure. every time you
0: switch, you got to focus again
1: you have to focus again but it also forces the opponents like if you're not used to how uh, for, um, how a car interacts with the hitbox like your opponents do have to deal with that as well right yeah if, if you're playing in a car they're not used to especially like when they're smaller or bigger than your actual hitbox that's why the uh the merc is so annoying sometimes
0: oh i cannot believe that has an octane hitbox that
1: it has an octane hitbox like it just messes with your brain how it <laughs> interacts with the, the oh for sure
0: I, it doesn't make any sense to me i don't know how like I, yeah i'm not gonna get into that
1: i'll say it, this much though it's definitely a lot easier to notice like on the field like if oh, i'm yeah. trying to keep track of where everyone is and then i see this giant merc
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's def- especially when they have some crazy uh decal and paint job on it it's like it sticks out like a sore thumb like you're not gonna be able to like demo me because i'm gonna know you're coming
1: that might be another big reason the octane is so favored uh like the size is it- it can hide behind the ball or just harder to see sometimes.
0: Oh that. Yes, I agree.
1: Um, (laughs) next, next thing, you know, people are going to start like getting cars that are like the same color as certain maps or like the grass. They're going to start using camouflage in the maps.
0: (laughs) They're going (laughs) to, I can totally see that they're going to start playing snow day and have like as white of a car
1: as they can. Oh, that's smart, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm just thinking of like other ridiculous things. Like, Having a car, or let's just say they release a um a decal that looks just like the ball, and then oh the people are trying gosh. to camouflage with like we just uh, said. <laughs> Spe- okay,
0: so speaking of like weird advantages that you can maybe think of, so I use oh lord, what is uh, what is the boost that you have that's like super bright, but it's like fire, it's like f- like a fi- like a flamethrower, but it's like super bright. Is it flamethrower?
1: There's a flamethrower, like a like there's a normal boost and there's like flamethrower boost.
0: I think then, it's flamethrower. I would have to look okay. at it. But I use this boost that is just super bright. And we we started doing this thing on my stream. We call it Last Man It. So I, I put an hour timer and you, you're you trying to demo um, this one person. Whenever you get demo whenever whoever demos you they're in. They have to run away. Run away, mm-hmm. right? Whoever's it when the timer runs out wins. Um, and I specifically used it on this and I started using it in game because it's the boost blinds you. Like if you're behind it and my boost hits you you can't see a thing. And like it would and I know it, but it also is detrimental to myself cuz I'm trying to do like an air You dribble. can't see sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I'm right underneath my car, I can't see a thing. And so air dribbling it became really hard. It started becoming guesswork kind of or like me having to know where the ball was at at all times and like being able to predict where my car and how is it's going to hit. So honestly, it was a good training tool too, if I'm going to be honest. Um but no, like that was like one of those things I actually used it. I didn't really use it in game much as a thing, but I for sure used it during um tag because people are like right behind me all the time trying to get me and they would not be able to see a thing like they'd be going up for this aerial like off the wall while i'm trying to run away and they'd be like dude i missed you because i just couldn't see
1: and i'm like yeah that's right
0: (laughs) yeah i'm looking now it's it's flamethrower it's just so bright
1: i i have to say now i'm thinking of like other silly strategies that you can use like um you know the nuke explosion you have if you have like prime or whatever yeah yeah just just like but you only use it between like two two and five a.m like if you're playing at those times so that when you're playing against opponents who that have, like, have all their the everything off room... and it just writes them up out of nowhere and they can't see They <laughs> just thing. get stunned dude they can't see anymore <laughs>
0: yeah. it's the stupid little strategies that are gonna get you to pro that's that's
1: it right there um t- man i'm just yeah there's all this like i love like out thinking people but there are definitely some games i'm just like you know going into auto autopilot right you're just like hitting the ball you're not thinking about it too much but then, then there's games where you're like oh i feel like so i don't know if it's like vision or you you actually get lucky with your 50s sometimes even if you're like intending it like sometimes you just get so lucky that it like perfectly spaces out so you have like a good crazy like 1v2 play or something you know
0: oh yeah for sure
1: um, there's definitely a lot of things like that.
0: Oh, for sure. Comment comment me you in know, one of these like one of these moments for YouTube. Comment below what uh what strategy you guys use. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what what are the greatest like trick strategies that <laughs> you use? Man, this okay. I know I haven't mentioned Starcraft in a while, so I'm gonna mention it here for a second. This just reminded me of like a video uh in StarCraft where they were like joking about like the dumbest strategies you can do that are like like pseudo smart essentially and the idea was that to fake like a big attack you just send like a small group of units in a circle uh, to where the other person sees so it looks like you're rallying the whole army but really you're just going in a circle <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect With, like, a small group of units so that's the kind of stuff I, uh, it makes me think of um yeah man i i, I guess i guess we can end this off kind of on um I like, we definitely talk a lot about learning uh, in this. Um, and I guess, I guess there's always like a frustration when you feel like, oh, like, oh, I can learn so much more. I can learn so much less. Um, is there like, if you were to tell our listeners, right? Like one thing of like, hey, this helped me out a lot. This might help you guys out a lot. What would that be for learning specifically?
0: Um, Learning specifically, like what would help them Ooh, that's a good one um that's a hard one i won't even lie like so, because there's so many different things that help you out with like different mechanics and different parts of the game if if i were to narrow it down to like how, how about one, yeah
1: how about maybe like what what should if you're you're only allowed to choose one attribute that people have to like improve at to get better right that get them the better the fastest what would it be then
0: game sense absolutely game sense it's all about game sense rotation verge does a great job with that with it in all his videos we're going to go back to sports talk watch 3v3 hockey all right obviously soccer it's based on soccer and it does well but i'm telling you right now rotation wise 3v3 overtime hockey is exactly
1: the same it does not match soccer i'm going to tell you right now as someone who's played a lot of soccer there's there and you know, what's funny like, is
0: like corky he's a big part of my community mm-hmm. and he's on hnc esports and he plays soccer he's varsity soccer in high school right now and he's like i use soccer knowledge in my game all the time and i'm like i don't know how but okay and
1: the, the, like i'm sure there are things but but speed of play is just so much greater oh like, i fully agree it is just it's that, so much faster like it, and that's why i keep on saying hockey
0: because speed of playing hockey is incredible mm-hmm. And when I like, I say 3v3 overtime hockey, I keep on saying that it's because there's three people on the ice, you know, on each team. It is the same movements, the same type of passes. Like it's the rotations are almost the same because you have a similar field. You know, it's 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 crazy the similarities, in my opinion, but that's just coming from a hockey fan.
1: No, no, that's another big thing, too, as well. I'm sure the sport you watch more, like I'm gonna be honest, I haven't watched a lot of hockey since 2007. Um, and the reason is 2007 was the uh, last time the Sens were in the Stanley Cup uh, finals. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. I see. I see. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> to be fair, I, I, I'm sure like this was like a thing when I was younger, like people, this be stuff people talked about in school because Canada. Yeah, um, yeah. And so and so uh, I'd be like, oh, I'll watch the playoffs if like if Canadian teams were playing. That was essentially the way I did it. Um, <laughs> uh but i i can't say i've watched much hockey since then so it's definitely like something where like i enjoy watching it but i don't have i don't know the ins and outs of it you know you honestly should just go on
0: youtube YouTube and look up like an overtime game where it's 3v3 and not do it to enjoy the game but just do it to look for similarities between similarities yeah and and just so you can see that because it really is you just send
1: me a video honestly because i (laughs) i wouldn't know where to start with 3v3
0: i will i will find one for you and send it to you
1: um yeah yeah. no that's a big thing yeah if i were game to pick sense. one thing i'd
0: say game sense and rotation like it's just being able to know where your teammates are and just being able to play as a team fluidly because if you are solely in there to be good by yourself then you are playing the wrong game mode so
1: i okay this made me think of it i was at a dream hack uh was it was a year ago I, it's almost a year ago now um and they had like all these like pcs where you could just log on on random accounts right yeah like they, you could play for an hour or whatever and so when i when i got on them i played essentially in like bronze lobbies and that's what i try to do i try to like literally just like run around the field like as ball chasing as possible um and still i lose games so <laughs> <laughs> exactly that further proves the point um yeah but it, it's it's hilarious to think about that that like here I am like literally doing every skill possible but because I'm just ball chasing and not caring enough like about where like intentionality, then it's completely useless that I'm hitting the ball over and over again, you know?
0: Yeah, because your teammates are going to come up and all of a sudden, oh. hey, there's an open net and all they have to do is touch it.
1: If anything, the one time I hit the ball off their backboard, it's done for my team, you know? Exactly. I'm on their side and then... <laughs> There's like two bronze players trying to save this shot. That's blistering into their net.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, that's
1: precisely exactly my point. All right. It was, um, this has been great. Uh, we, I think there's definitely, um, we should have you on again. Um, I don't know, maybe like I, I could even see us doing like a short little recap, uh, maybe after your tournament next week, uh, and tack it on to the beginning of, uh, the show or something. I, I think that'd be pretty cool. Just so you can kind of shout out how the tournament went. Uh, who won and all that I'm always Uh, game
0: I love doing these interviews
1: yeah so so that that's definitely a big thing uh so um once again uh twitch.tv slash woos that's capital w o o z capital r capital l woos rl uh that is uh where you can find uh you him until Uh,
0: until I get woos for the record oh you're just trying to get woos if it if, if, listen if the person that has the account woos is listening your account's been inactive for so freaking long and you log in once a year to keep it active just sell it to me i will buy it please huh. <laughs> i've been trying to get woo's, it forever
1: it, woos rl isn't bad though I, I i can think of worse like not quite the name you want names you know
0: <laughs> Oh no, it's not bad it's just i had woos on mixer for so long and i'm like it's that's my true, thing that's it, true. it's my thing and i want it so bad and it's just won't give it up
1: um yeah uh so you can find Woo's there uh from us i i'm mean, gonna quick shout out to our patrons um so all our all our regular patrons we thank you so much for continuously supporting us and uh listening to our antics on the rob and kyle show uh and special shout outs to our roll call patrons j wise paint tim chew barker relentless psych popco uh so that's gonna be all from us once again woos next saturday the 25th 7 p.m uh p.m central standard time you can catch relentless uh, on their cast so that's too, by the way. yeah relentless is casting that's that's a big hype um that's a that's at 10 eastern then right um, uh i mean it now be so eight eastern okay that's more reasonable yep. uh i was i was thinking of west coast for a second my bad uh so yeah uh 8 p.m eastern for for our regular east coast listeners which i think there's a lot of or maybe we just force it on them you know Uh, (laughs) shut down their throat even though australians at this point even know the eastern time zone even though they're like you know the the best is like we're we're like ending our day and they're like just waking up that's usually how it goes uh so uh with that thank you all Uh, i hope you enjoyed uh this episode and we'll see you in on tuesday in the next couple days so (laughs) we'll see how that goes. (laughs) (laughs) News. It's bad, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all. Again, thank Thanks for having me.